One of us has a uh, playoff hopes, and it's not the Vikings. What a what a journey! What a roller coaster it has At been. At least for... we have Justin Jefferson. I know, literally, man. literally, like keeping you afloat with your fandom this it's, season. It's really true. Him and Dalvin. Um, mentioning Dalvin off the bat, we'll get to sad news. Dalvin's dad yeah, passed our, away, uh, so he won't be uh, playing in the final game of the season for the Vikes uh, against Detroit. It's super sad in a year that's just been, like, fucking everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just another sad beat to close out uh, 2020. We are now in the future. It's 2021. uh, But that was one last bad beat. So, hearts go out to Dalvin Cook. Um, Amazing season. But, uh, you know, I would never fault somebody for missing a game for their father passing away. Especially because this podcast was born out of like at least on my end like having an outlet to speak about football since my dad passed away you know so yeah it's like it's a bummer it's so sad so i feel bad for the feel bad for the guy yeah terrible um i feel really terrible for him he has a brother who plays at georgia who didn't play in the bowl game feel terrible for the family um dalvin's an incredible talent he's had an incredible year so condolences to them um yeah and sadly, the the Vikings as a whole are uh, they're done pretty much for the year. So now you're more in the territory of looking at draft prospects, and I've been there all the time. And it's it's fun because I've I've slowly started to find out about myself that one of my favorite aspects of football is the team building aspect. Like it's almost like a <laughs> franchise, like a mode. chess, yeah, like a for the franchise mode, the the chess match of like adding pieces i i just love following recruiting for college not that i don't love the game i love the game um i love looking at college prospects for the recruiting classes i love seeing what people get trying to project them out that's arguably my favorite part of football i mean sans the game and the big games you know what i mean it's just i i really love that it's not even you you know honestly it's not even like worth knocking because when you sit and think about it like the game proper of football is like 10 percent of the year of football like the the 90 fucking percent or whatever yeah those numbers and, don't shake out perfectly but i would like even 90 percent yeah. of it is like everything else and trying to put the pieces together it's like totally like a fucking like the board game stratego and shit like you know what i mean it's like it's so and i'm a i'm a board game video game guy and it's it's more comparable to that kind of thing um it's like a fantasy aspect of it but it's almost the same as saying like all the people who who rag on the sport of football they say that yeah the plays there's like a two second play and then you gotta wait for for a minute and a half and then there's a i'm like yeah but if you know the game of football because you watch it you know what is happening in between those plays and you know the stakes you know situationally what this what this play means for the drive there's so much more than just the play that is two to six seconds you know what i mean those those are the naysayers that don't have the patience to play pokemon red and blue you know yeah okay if they're giving you an xp share at the beginning of your game and it's not sacrificing and diluting the xp between your party and the whole party is getting full xp then that's not a, a Pokemon game proper, okay? I'm just First like, gen oh. Pokemon's like, hey, you get 25 spaces in your bag. 
Do you want to keep that moonstone? I have to select a, a, a an attack and then wait, and then I don't even get to do it, and then and then sometimes it doesn't land or it's not effective. Like fuck you, dude. You don't. You and don't. The game doesn't the even explain it very much. No, You're that like, was a lot of anxiety, this... but a lot uh, of like. Yeah. A I'm lot about of to start a crystal pr- playthrough. Um, the small deviation. I just got a package on eBay and what I thought was a transfer link cable uh, cable for the Game Boy Advance, and it is absolutely not. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm like, oh, so after the pod, I'm going to go upstairs and see if it's accidentally I got the one for the Game Boy Color, which careful, that wouldn't be too bad. Careful, because uh, our, our lone listener, T. Christian Herring, will tell us that this isn't a Nintendo Switch uh, podcast like he's oh, done yeah, so sorry, many times sorry, before. Sorry, T. Let's talk about the Colts and how they might not make the playoffs with a 10-5 and 5 record right now. What's it like being in the AFC where football is born yeah, things are crazy. Not something literally. I talk with T about, something that I would like to get your take on before we get into that schedule and all of the implications of the playoffs. Would you agree that the NFC compared to the AFC are the big market cities? Yes. NFC, N- big market, AFC, small market. And here, it's not all the way across the board, but I think the NFC has the big markets. Well, here's because here's why. You know what I mean? Like the A. So it's not a perfect shakeout but if we're talking nfl history for fun which is my fave that's why i'm that's why i'm getting your take on it the nfc was the nfl the afc was the upstart and that became like you know was the afl who that became that sec that section so it's like all of like the for the most part the oldest most storied uh not centuries, but you know, decades upon fucking decades old markets for the most part, you know, save the Steelers. Save, right. 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 And you can like in LA is split and right, New York like, is split and, between and like the save, leagues. you know, like save a couple, like it's the NFC. Like the bears have been around since the twenties when they were the Staley's. Yeah, That's the got, NFL. Right. You know what you've I mean? got like, Chicago, you've Detroit. got Dallas, you've yeah, got you've Detroit, Dallas. you've yeah. got New York and LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, again, they're split. You've got all the it, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Are they AFC Raiders? I fuck up. Raiders are AFC, and they're a classic AFC team. Like, yeah, my but, bad. Like, they were they had huge, like huge seventies uh, era credibility check. Um, yeah, you know, this is my honestly. Fun. This I is how I win. This is like no, I want to. That's why I want to get your take. No, but that's why like you, you're very good at all this. Like uh, you know, you know the game very well. But like I like the lores. This is fun. Yeah, um, we say that. I've had some really shit takes this year. Um, I still I mean, think you understand the game very well. Yeah, thank I, you. I, I mean, could. I would never. I could never I, call a defense. I could call I called, an offense. Maybe. I called pretty I call much everything defense. that happened with the Ohio State game because I'm very good at calling college. But NFL, maybe it's the pandemic season. But I have been fucking off. Anywho, yeah, everything's weird so. This that's year. a little history check. Um, NFC. But big I assume markets. that's why. But I. And, I had another. You know, a I had a theory though. But, that why I had a theory that maybe the AFC has been so dominant recently because smaller markets are easier for quarterbacks, young quarterbacks specifically, to thrive in because there's much less pressure. Is yeah, that I, could that be possible? You know, like going to sure. play quarterback at Dallas is probably a lot more difficult than going to play quarterback 
at an AFC small going market, like, to, a, like a going New England. To, going to well, I don't know about New England, but no, going I mean like to play before, quarterback like before they were like sure the Tom going Brady. To, you know what I'm saying? Going to going to be a Houston Texans quarterback isn't the same amount of pressure as being a fucking Eagles quarterback or a fucking yeah. Cowboys quarterback or a Giants quarterback. I was reaching all for these, Houston, like, but I couldn't think. I'm like, what's a good no, example? Well, it's <laughs> just like all of those. Like, like that's just. I mean, fuck Washington. Even like that's just one fucking. Uh, uh, division in the AFC, and all of those places are hard on Huge. quarterbacks. This like, is so hard to be quarterback there. Yeah, Kirk had Kirk had good solid seasons, and people hated him. I mean, it, it's just tough. I mean, and you had a rookie of the year in RG three. Um, but that was know. uh, he got his knee blown out because of the fucking coach. So he got and hurt and came sh- back and got hurt again. Yeah, they're shitty ass fucking field. I loved him. I loved RG three, dude. I he could have been if he wouldn't have got hurt that bad, and he got hurt bad. Like Ugh. he dropped back and just fucking destroyed his knee. Um, yeah, he could have been really good. And like me and Luke have been getting into it off, off, uh, off pod about the whole Trevor Lawrence thing with. Are these golden boys worth the hype? No, because no, a lot we're of the not times, off pod. That's on air. That we, we have got that. that. On, that's on wax. Okay, we don't need to. Okay, then we don't need to go back into that. But uh, that'll be at the RG3 end of the episode. Was, You'll RG... hear our college football corner at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. We might start doing that. Uh, throwing a little college at the end because this is mainly NFL uh, thematically. But trying. There was there was the Andrew Luck and the RG threes, and they both could have been spectacular, but both of them were in situations at the top of the draft where the teams weren't very good and they had to shoulder that burden and it ended up hurting them, which is what happened to Joe Burrow. And it just sucks because yes, they, these, these golden boys don't always like stack up, but rarely, rarely could, they could, if they didn't get fucking destroyed while they were building around them, Peyton Manning went went to the worst team in the league and you're right and sometimes so i'm it just works. saying that's why they're never him marvin so harrison was was busting off rounds spraying banana clips he wasn't there in 98 correct i know but what and, happened and to marshall him folk was career? there and they traded him he was like, like you know using his neck together and and manning also manning also fucking you know they also got room to to grow a lot too he wasn't god right away because he definitely for a long he time, had bad had rookie in, season. He, he had the interception record. He had yeah. a good season, but it he also had the interception season for yeah. his rookie year. Yeah, for a minute, the interceptions and. In I love record. talking NFL history. It's it's very fun. I like it too. Um, yeah. So in a in a weird sort of like strange turn of events, there's a lot of really good teams moving into the like week 17 uh, of the NFL season, the final week of the regular season that despite winning records, despite good seasons, uh, may not make it into the playoffs. You mentioned the Colts. There's other people. The Browns might not make it in, even though they're yes. having like one of the best Browns seasons in like the last like Correct. And the Browns years have to play the shit. Steelers, their bitter rivals. And um, to make the storyline even thicky thicky, Mason Rudolph is starting instead of Ben Roethlisberger in this game, and and to, Miles and the, Garrett is the captain for the game, going out for the Send coin toss. Send out Rudolph. The plot fucking thickens, but Send you know out. what? You know what? Kevin Stefanski is a good wholesome man. So I think, I think Kevin Stefanski is is too good of a of a head coach and too good of a leader, too good of a man. To let any sort of shenanigans like what happened last year uh, between Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph, Steelers, Browns, all that shit, I just think it 
would never come to that again. It, I, I I just think that wouldn't happen anymore. It's not Freddie Kitchens. It's not th- uh, that undisciplined of a squad this year. They seem a to little interject, bit... like, and don't lose your spot. Sorry, but Freddie Kitchens, that wow, one year, wow, what a waste of talent. Yeah. How, like, dude, yeah. it's unfortunate as someone who enjoys the Browns as like a my my second team I watch frequently. Like, that sucks. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's just I think uh, I think there's a lot of drama and there's obviously it's amazing for storylines. It's good for us as amateur fucking film sort of commentators, semi-professional, not film, uh, uh, sports, uh, sports, sports critics, analysts, sports uh, analysts, commentators, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think I think personalities. I think it's it makes for juicy headlines, but. There's really not much going on here. The only thing that, like, the only headline I care about is is if fucking the Steelers still find a way to beat these Browns and they don't make the playoffs. If right. that happens, holy shit, dude. It won't. That would just be the most Browns thing that's ever Browns in the history of Browns. No, you're right. I don't think it happens. I hope not. I hope to God it doesn't. Um, and also it would speak volumes of like what's happening with the Steelers weird, like, uh, end of the season dip. Like if Mason Rudolph comes in and starts and beats a good Browns team, I have no idea what's happening. This is 2021. Let's get back to normal here. Yeah. Um, I think the Browns win that. Um, I think they potentially win it even if big Ben was starting, to be honest. I think they're hungry. I think, yeah, they, they've had some, like, let's talk about the jets beat them last week. And like, yes, like they were missing. They were missing five wide receivers. That's pretty hard to overcome. But I Baker know they were doing like walkthroughs in a cold parking lot. Did you hear about that? No, but they were that's in like a freezing. They, like. they were in like a freezing parking garage doing walkthroughs early in that morning and shit. Like with the Jesus. wide receivers. I know. I'll give like, him the. I'll give brutal. him the benefit of the doubt, but like, dude, when Baker when Baker plays bad, it's even worse because he's always out there. He's always yeah. on a commercial during games. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna catch about seven Baker Mayfield commercials during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Heisman when he's House. He's cooking. It's fine. He's, he's Heisman House. He's Hulu Sports. He's uh, whatever the Allstate or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. All these ones. Um, when he's Don't cooking, fault him for it's making awesome. that money. I like money. No, I mean I'm not. I'm just saying. But you, that's I hate an the added. It's an added layer. Like of course, it makes it makes it worse when you're losing. So yeah, a that's a really of, fucking unfortunate loss. There's a lot of media loss. in that Browns team. Like you know, you have Odell. Uh, which is gonna Odell's gonna grab a storyline. He's Odell gonna be grab gone. a storyline. He's gonna be gone at the end of the season. I know. Isn't it weird that Baker plays better when he's not there? Yeah, I don't get Odell. Like, dude, settle down. You're so talented. Why? Why are you? Why are you so hit or miss when you're implemented in an offense? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I no, that's that's all. I just think that's like one of the one of the most interesting games I'm I'm looking at this weekend. Like. Obviously, I'm excited about my Vikes taking on the Lions, but it really is a, a, no, a no-thought game. Not much, but pride on the line. Uh, so Yeah. Well, I mean, we can kind of do these in tandem because these games also have playoff implications, and there's a lot of scenarios, which it this this additional uh, seventh wildcard team makes yeah. it so that it's kind of wild. It's less so wild than it's the so NFC. It's so wild. <laughs> it's pretty nails. Uh, the NFC is a little <laughs> bit more set. It's basically if the Bears beat the Packers, they're in no matter what. If the Rams beat the Cardinals, the Bears are also in, and the Cardinals are in, or and the Rams are in. Uh, if the Cardinals beat the Rams, the Bears are out. So, 
The problem oh, was heading heading out of last week's games, you had a injured Kyler and an injured Jared Goff. Jared Goff hurt his thumb. He was wincing like a little weirdo. Uh, you could tell it was bad. I feel bad for him. He's been so hit or miss this year. You know something about injuring thumbs, don't you, Aiden Wright? Yeah, I sliced the tip of my thumb pretty badly, but whatevs, whatevs. Hopefully, it makes a. Hopefully, I make a speedy recovery off the IR so I can play video games more say. effectively. I created um, Aiden as a quarterback for Air Force on NCAA 14. And let's just say things are looking pretty good after the they freshman are. season. It is. He's doing pretty good. He's um, good. <laughs> so yeah. Essentially, it was uh, two two injured quarterbacks for a must-win game for both teams. Now it's looking like Kyler's going to play, and it's going to be like some fucking nobody. I can't even remember the name of the guy for the Rams. Um, the Rams probably oh, yeah. lose that game. And I know. So that means that the Bears have to beat the Packers to make the playoffs. Straight Best up, because I, I think – and another thing – Rodgers isn't going to ever rest that game. He's going to try no. to beat the shit out of the Bears. Yeah. We have to win this game, and Rodgers wants, a, wants a, not only a first-round bye, but he wants to do it at the expense of Chicago. Dude, best of Andrew Luck on that one. I don't think we're going to win. Uh, and I want us to, and motivation is a hell of a factor in football. And you would think that the Bears would be more motivated but, but to if get you in. Win, but if you win, do you have to play them again? Is it one of those deals? Like, I hate when the Vikings would have to would beat them and then play them the very next week in the wild. Fuck. Um, no, they'd be, well, they'd be the two seed, and we would be the, it depends on what happens, I guess, with Arizona and with. Uh, the playoff scenarios always feel like math to me. I get so I'm trying to figure confused. it out. So I, I, if the Bears beat the Packers and. Depending on what happens with the Rams and the Cardinals, it would either have the Bears at the sixth or the seventh seed. I think if the Rams win, the Bears would be the seventh seed and not the sixth or something like that. And then whatevs, whatevs. So I think if we were the seventh seed, we might play them back to back. Word. Because Word, the, the first round by team wouldn't play and it would be the second team versus the worst team, wouldn't it? I think so. I mean, that, that adds up to me. But again,. Look, Luke, like did, Luke to didn't pay too much attention no. to the wrestling brackets in middle school. Mm-hmm. Up, Never had that were, to. That were taped on the wall. He Never just, had he, to. They said his name. He went to a mat. He was ready to Tokyo roll. Miso, you on the lose, other hand. You uh, lose Miso. twice. <laughs> you chill out. You you know, that's what that's what happens at wrestling tournaments. You lose twice in a row. You hang out in the bleachies. You cheer on your boys. I'm like, yo, yeah. Aid, Aiden Pride. I'm like, I'm like, go Aiden. Yo, Jesse Mulligan, good job. Remember when I threw that kid that super duper hard, uh, like flat on his back in front of you, and all of his teammates were like, "Well," and you're like, "Yeah, Aiden does that." I was like, "Yeah, don't don't fuck with my friend Aiden." I'd yell at, from the from the from the bench because I'd already lost my match. I'm, Luke was an incredibly talented football player and writer eh. and move, and filmmaker. Eh. <laughs> I, I'd say break average break of, on Amazon Prime free average of watch. average of 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 many. Master of none. <laughs> That's called Jack of all trades, daddy. All right. Okay. Back to football. Walk us um, through what's happening this week. Who else is happening? Yeah. So playoff scenarios, the, the Browns, uh, let me, let me grab this up that to make the playoffs, they need to win. They need Indy to lose or Tennessee loss, Miami win in Baltimore win. And there's a bunch of other ones. I don't need to do all of them. Basically they're a win and in Indy's a little bit crazier. Who's um, Indy they, playing? So, oof, Indy is playing. 
Why don't you have it up as well to help? They're playing no, the Jags. That's you. That, yes, you're right. They're, I, I remember now. They're playing the Jags. That's a guaranteed win, in my opinion. Yep, um, I hope so. The, the Bears, we don't even need to talk about that game. The Bears went all over the Jags. Is the Jags are going to start their towel boy just to ensure that they're going to do they start they uh, had to ensure they get <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. First, thank you for agreeing because I'm telling you it's a tank when you have a midweek. I know they're tanking when they have I a know they when are. they have a midweek quarterback competition. And then the day of the game they say Glennon's starting. Minshew gives you a better chance to win. When the Jaguar or when the when, when the, the days are when the, golden, it was either the Jacksonville mayor or the Florida governor. I think it was the Jacksonville mayor who's yeah, like, "Yeah, said they're gonna to lose." The Jets. It's like we're definitely losing now, and it's like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, the, the integrity, dude. Rivers is gonna win a dadgum Super Bowl this year. So, Indianapolis to clinch the AFC South division title needs them them to win, and Tennessee to lose or tie. Or Indy to tie and Tennessee to lose. And they can still get in the playoffs if they win and Baltimore loses. If they win and Clemson, and uh, sorry, Cleveland loses. I've been looking at so much Clemson shit. CLE. Shy. 208. Okay, Indy. Then there's the Indy win Miami loss and then there's ties I'm not even going to get into the tie scenarios very unlikely so Indy's a little bit more tricky and the Tennessee Titans are playing probably not as easy of a fucking game yeah they're playing the Texans pretty easy of a game so they Mm. might win so that's an issue for the Colts so I think if the Titans basically there's like four fucking teams in the AFC that are like 10 and 5 and it's the Browns uh, I believe it's the uh, the Dolphins. Yes, Dolf- dude, Dolphins are ten and five. What a turnaround! What a and great rebuild! What an effective. That, but Fitzmagic is out. Exactly. They're yeah. like, yo, if we got to go to our relief pitcher, we'll do it. And then it ended up being a thing like, well, now you can't because now Fitzpatrick is on the COVID protocol dealio. Dude, if anyone would beat COVID, like literally, if. If, if the human race wanted to be like, hey, one-on-one, we'll send a human. You can send your best COVID strain. We'll see who wins. I would right. take Fitz. I would take Fitzmagic. I think that's fair. I think, I think that's fair. I think Fitzpatrick could save humanity. Like, look at him. He saved every one of us. Dun-dun. I really like right. him. It's hard what to else not in, like him. What else important is happening this week? Let's just go through the games then. Um, Some of them will have implications. So, Buccaneers, Falcons. I think Buccaneers already uh, secured their spot, and I would assume they'd win that game. Cowboys-Giants has implications because the Cowboys have a shot at winning the NFC East. Oh, but it's terrible. What's their record right now? Six and nine. Six nine. <laughs> That's the Vikings record. Oh. But, excuse me, but if uh, Washington – oh, dude, Washington's playing the Eagles. That's going to be a win, I would assume. Washington, Washington Expelliarmus, their quarterback. Yes. Uh, we'll get into that in one second. But, yeah, if I think if Washington wins that game, they are in. They clinch their division. And you know they're not going to get a wild card spot from the second team. So I think the Cowboys need to win, and the uh, football team would need to lose for the Cowboys to get in. Let me pull that up, though. Yeah, Dallas can win the division if they win and Washington loses. So – well, those are those are going to be important to watch because that that there's going to be a playoff team coming out of it. Um, I think Dallas is the more talented team on offense by far, 
And I think that that Washington defense is stacked and it's kind yeah. of a cool thing. Um, yeah. Taylor, I, dude, cities. I love, I'm living for that Taylor Heineke life. I've seen he that came boy. in and he was, he was, uh, he was pitching. I've seen that boy, uh, play in training camp. Yeah. I've seen him, uh, play at camp before. Um, um, let's talk about Dwayne Haskins. Let's hear your take as a non Ohio state fan. I, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to ring out somebody too hard on one hand because I understand he's young. I understand that maybe with all that spotlight and like media attention at Ohio state and then going into the NFL, you'd think you'd think you'd, you'd, you'd know better, but I understand that he's young. Uh, I just think that if he goes somewhere where he can focus on football, like, and not be like taking selfies with fans when he's supposed to kneel on a football and like stuff like that, you know, um, you know, then, then he, he has his, he still has a shot to be good. He's a good quarterback. He charged a cover charge to come to his draft party. I know that I'm not, but you know, it's the NFL is not a personality contest always. Like if say he goes to say he goes to somewhere like a new England and, or, or like, you know, where you don't think there's any hope for the guy. I don't like, think, I, I don't think Belichick would take him. Why? Belichick because takes talent. Belichick is cutthroat. How? I mean, like I, yes, How? yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is. Um, he is. How but about saying, jettisoning like, players at the end of their contracts because he refuses to pay them and then getting good draft capital for them and then making a good draft pick and getting another fucking good player yes. for the last, like, 15 years? Yes, but I think Cut that throat. he's not silly. Like, when he, he, he could probably – people could pick up Dwayne for a dime right now. Like you'd hope, and, but I think that I think that guy's pride is such that he doesn't want to take low amounts of money. I think he values his talent way more than he's put on film. I'm a huge Dwayne Haskins fan. I think he should have stayed another year, but I didn't fault him because I knew he'd go in the first round. Urban Meyer said he right. wasn't ready to leave, and Urban Meyer al- almost always makes the right call on those things. Who's he gonna coach for this year? Yeah, that was the thing. Did you see him like stoically sitting on the fucking like quote unquote socially distanced section of the field, like just staring with like three minutes left and texting out best thing about going seven now? Like he called the not. game like, uh, yeah, he didn't have a mask on, which is like ignorant. Um, no one did at that Notre Dame game, dude, bro. Ignorant. So uh, people were like tweeting out, like, look at him. He's eyeing Trevor Lawrence because he wants to come coach for the. Oof, goodness. Excuse me. Yeah, I'll cut that. Say uh, it again. Yeah, he was eyeing Trevor Lawrence because people were tweeting that he was eyeing him because he wants to come coach for the Jags, which would be cool, but I don't think it would work. But you never know. Urban's very successful at motivating men. He's got a degree in psychology, much like I will soon. Yes. Um, He's very good at... He's a fisher of men. Yeah, he's a motivator. He's a he's a good leader. He's got his issues. He's very unlikable to a lot of people. But Remember when he was eating that Papa John's? <laughs> Dude, one of the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting in a golf cart eating papa john's some guy goes google yeah. the photo if you if you don't know what we're talking about google the photo some... aiden give it build the context okay so which game was that it was, was a that... national title wasn't it no it was not because the only national title we went to we won um i'm gonna google it urban because i'm thinking it was either against clemson uh, when we got blown out 31 nothing, or it was against Michigan State in like the, the uh, Big Ten Championship game. 
regardless, regardless, soul crushing. So which one it's was it? It's just him that's, sadly that's eating like Papa John's alone, it's so like funny. on a golf cart. Okay, so this was in 2013. It was at Lucas Oil, so it must have. It must have. Yeah, it was when Michigan <laughs> State beat us. That's what I thought. So it was. It was early in his career. I think it was his first loss. I think because he went 12 and 0 his first season with uh, Braxton, but they weren't right. bowl eligible, and it was crazy right. because Luke Fickle went six and seven with them the year before as an interim, and it was the only year Michigan beat us in like forever. So Urban came 12 and 0, went undefeated his next season, carrying like a 20 plus win streak. Right? right. He goes plays Michigan State, loses, and what I believe was a walk off field goal where the mm-hmm. where the kicker was like running his arms in a windmill. Don't quote me on it. This is my Ohio State memory. I'm trying to do my best. This is when I was still in high school. Um, no, this was after I graduated, but it was like before I went to the military, because the next year we won the national championship. If I'm not mistaken. Anywho, right. they lose the game on a walk-off, and Urban's just sitting in this fucking golf cart. I don't know where he got the pizza, but he's just so depressed, like hunched over with his blazer or a wig windbreaker, just like mowing on Dale like, for it. Mowing on day olds like we would do when we'd leave the pace. Like what the I'd fuck? I'd still do it right now. I'd do it's it right so, now. It's so such a funny and I, I wish there was one like that for Dabo because I hate him. But uh back to back to NFL. But that's that's an NFL storyline. Will will Urban Meyer come coach? Um, the college coaches coming to the NFL are not always effective. Let's look at the ones that we have right now. Matt Rule came from Baylor. I think he's had an okay season with the Panthers, even though I mean, you have to factor in this that Christian McCaffrey's been out pretty much the whole yeah, year. Yeah, like the whole year. And he is one of the best players in the NFL and he carries an offense. I think sure. Teddy was okay. Yeah, solid. Teddy's Teddy's always got to be average, and people need to build around him. That's and the look, whole Teddy Bridgewater story. Correct. And look what they did with their draft picks on defense. Derek sure. Brown from Auburn has played very, very well in the middle. And guess who I think is in the running? Should be seriously talked about defensive rookie in the year from SIU, Jeremy Chen. The I love Crimson it. Chin. Like, Go, he had two touchdowns Chin. in one game. Kachin. Say what you want about... Chase Young and I'm a huge Chase Young supporter. Chase and Young, he, he'll win never, it. He's but good. you need you need to talk about Chin in there as well. And it's a it's How, did a you spectacular that, story. Did you see that video? Did Did you see that video of Chase Young, uh, like during the game? Uh, he was mic'd up, uh, and he's like, "Who is that?" Like like Taylor Heineke. Like, yeah, you know I saw I mean? or he whatever. Did. And then he was like. He like runs up. He runs up to him. He goes, "Hey, like he said something. He's like, hey man, you're ball. Like you're balling or whatever. It's like it's like you're dealing." He goes, Taylor Hennig. He goes, "That's what I do." And then like he's like on the side. I went up to him. He's like, "That's what I do." And I'm like, (laughs) "He goes, I like him." Yeah, I I saw that. Long live Taylor Heineke. Pay the man. And long long live Chase Young. Very talented superstar. Uh, so and and just seems like an all around good guy too. So the Urban Meyer thing. Do you think he's gonna come to the NFL? Why wouldn't he? Because like, make that he's money, already money. left one team because of health reasons. He and I'm and I'm oh, not what's his health saying, reasons. I, I forget. So I honestly he forget. had such bad stress. He was getting like heart attack like symptoms. I oh, guess. Well, or then something. yeah, maybe sit and out at the Florida. Not that place. And then when he was at Ohio State, he had a mass in his head. Remember that was like pressing against I his did not remember scalp. This. Remember I can't he remember he fell onto his knees at one point during a game from the pain. And um, you know, it did seem that his 
health well, got worse when the no. games well, were not. No. Yeah, he should so chill. He's got money. And whenever he would lose is when it was really bad. And I mean, yeah, you could, nah, nah, some, not some in people, the NFL. Then, nah, yeah, man, so that's saying, not the place. You're not going to go undefeated every year in the NFL, sir. So. I don't know if he's got it in him with all that no. the stress related health fine. symptoms. He made enough dough at Florida and Ohio. He's State. doing so well as a commentator. Oh, I didn't know he was comment. I didn't know. Yeah, he's with Brady went. and Liner and Reggie Bush and the like the college game based stuff. Really. That's yeah, awesome. or for Fox, I think. Yeah, he's with Fox. Whatever that lineup is. More, I've been and way more all, tapped into just NFL and Notre Dame. That's it. They all love him, and he's really good at breaking down the X's and O's. I think he has the talent to co- and the leader of men type personality to come, but I don't I don't know if it would be good for him. It would make more sense for him to work in a front office of a of a NFL team, I think. True. Um, like he obviously understands how to garner talent. So Dallas Giants. Seattle or not Seattle, uh, Philadelphia, Washington football team. Who mm-hmm. wins the games? Who goes to the playoffs? I'm saying. Can Jalen Hurts beat Washington? That's a big question. I, no, I think Washington football team wins. And I so think they go to got, the playoff. Yes. And okay. uh, uh, they shouldn't, frankly. Like they've had like a. They've had a million different roadblocks this yes. season. They their uh, storylines have been thick. The plot has I been mean, fucking my thick with Lord. this team. They are the twenty. They are the most twenty twenty team in the NFL. But on that merit, they should probably. I think they'll win, and I think they'll go because yeah. Dallas's team is just too labored right now. Like everybody's fucking like hurt. Um, Philadelphia. I like I like uh, what they're doing now. I'm glad that they decided to to move away from Wentz a little. Thank goodness. They're they're gonna be so hamstrung. There's a lot yeah. of storylines. I'm gonna save that kind of shit till maybe the off season and focus more on the game stuff with the whole Wentz. What the fuck's gonna happen with him? Sure. They they're hamstrung as fuck. And yeah. I love her spot. And they so, said that like Doug Peterson's like supposedly supposed to stay for 2021, but he has a meeting with the owner and shit. Yeah. Uh, this week, that's the headline I read. Well, I also agree. I think Washington will win and secure their berth. And I don't think – I think Dallas might win, but it won't matter at that point. So, um, nexto, nexto mundo, we got Jets-Patriots doesn't matter. Neither team can go to the playoffs. That said, right. the Jets are on a two-win streak, and it would be really fucking cool to see them go on a three-win streak and have Darnold say, fuck you. I had mono, so be it. Yeah. I had mono, so be it. I don't, yeah. need, I don't need a rookie quarterback to come take go my Jets. Throw. Go Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, yeah. Jets, Jets. Anyway, good for Darnold, though. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm I, I'm not, you know, I like I like seeing, uh, like I said, I like seeing that team get some wins, uh, especially for Frank Gore's sake. Sadly, Frank Gore had like a lung contusion yeah. uh, or something, so he's not going to. I know. He's not going to be able to play this week, it seems, and uh, it could be the end. But, like, if it's the end for Frank Gore – Say whatever the fuck you want, but that dude had nine different seasons where he put up over a thousand yards. He's that dude top is five like all time, if I'm top not mistaken. Five all time uh, rushing yards now. Yeah, I mean, Frank Gore is also a dude who he's been around forever, but he also tore his ACL twice in college. Twice tore his ACL twice in college and yeah, has played in the league this long for this like, long. What running how? back has played longer than in modern era that we've known. That's, that's I, effective. I can't. Did Darren Emmett Smith Sproles paid a long, played a long time past what I thought he should have. Emmett he was like Smith mid- played for yeah. like, he had the offensive line to do so forever. Yeah. But then he played for the Cardinals too. 
Okay, you, yeah, see, you're my history guy. Yeah. <laughs> You've been a football fan longer than I have. You had the f- La Familia, you know, you had yeah. the you had the influence to your whole life. I had to learn well, it on my own. And also, if you're playing Madden and football games since you're, like, six, you, like, know, like, rosters, sort of. Right? Like, I never did until I was an adult. People, mm-hmm. people make fun of people who think they know a lot about football only because they play Madden. But Madden teaches you a lot about oh, formations, sure. Sure. about plays. You can learn a lot. You can learn a lot if, about players. I taught myself. The league. I didn't have anyone in my family influence me about football until my uncle did for Ohio State. And sure. even then, it was just that, like, I like football now. So to find out – and then we had Erlacher and Briggs and Hester. I was in on the Bears. That was a good teams. time to live in central yeah, Illinois and, like, and, for football fans. Yeah, and, like, I didn't know Not anything about fan, football but... because I'd never played it, and my family didn't ever watch it. So I had to watch it on my own and then – like, obviously you helped. But, like, playing Madden can teach you – I remember I didn't know what each of the letters meant for a player. An R-E, a D-T, an L-E. Oh, sure. I'm like, what is that? I don't know what that even is. Cause I feel like that on like FIFA and shit. So. so I had to like write down, I'm like, to build my roster, I'm like, I need three of these. Then I looked, I'm like, oh, these are this size of player. That's so okay, interesting. Because the it's like ingrained line. in my brain. Yeah, and then I learned and I'm like, okay, when I was listening to broadcaster booths, I was like, oh, that's the left end. Now I know that. And I like wrote it down, like really, when right. I was like in middle school. So interesting people make fun of people with Madden. Madden can teach you a lot about rosters and about how football's played. So, um, we were talking about the jets. Frank Gore is an all timer. Darnold is playing like he is a man scorned. Like everyone's talking about him being on the oust. So Gase has got to go. Yeah. He's got to, I don't, I don't want him in the league. I don't like him. He was on the bears. Also, Let's redo those uniforms one time. I know you guys. I like the direction we went. It's okay, but let's 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 redo those uniforms one time. Let's fix them. So we we hit we hit on the Brown Steelers. Who do you have in that? I have the Browns. Brown. Um. I know it's hard. And I. No. And you know what? You know what? I have the Steelers. Do it. I think I see. I just it just. Dude, Miles. I, Miles, he, he donked him on the head with his helmet. That's I know. He shouldn't even be playing football anymore. Real talk. Like, I like him, and he never really had an issue before that. And I don't know sure. if, if fucking... I have no idea what was Ru- said. If and Rudolph I said him, something to him or not, but like... I will give him what, I gave, what I'll say for Dwayne Haskins. You're young. It's a lot of he media He took the dude's helmet off and hit I him know. with it. I know, and I think it's repri-fucking-hensible. You can't do fucking How do you... Only when because he's the number one live, pick in the draft. When I saw it live... He got a fucking contract extension the next year. I was heated. But he's also up for a Walter Payton Award this year. And, like... I don't give a fuck. Somebody, I liked I him. Know, I know. <laughs> I'm so angry about that. But I'm just that. trying to... I, dude, and I'm with you. It's horrible. And probably shouldn't be in the league. Okay. I mean, like, that sort of dirtiness is akin to, like... And Dominican Sue, perfect, fucking Albert uh, Haynesworth Albert Hainsworth. on a dude. Albert Hainsworth is exactly where I was going. Yeah, uh, it's akin to that shit. But you know, I, I yes, it's bullshit. But hopefully, the benefit of the doubt is that that was a one-off. He took off a dude's helmet and hit him. It was horrible. It's horrible. It's not I'm NFL not blitz the it. league. I know it's very NFL blitz the league. Okay. Well. There was NFL Blitz, and then there was Blitz the League because they had to take the NFL licensing off. So Blitz the League was still swaggy. Ravens, Bengals. Ravens are probably winning that. Um, I think they have to win the game, But the Bengals are scrappy, and I like it. 
Yeah, I'm very happy. Ryan Finley, the Joker, mm-hmm. smiles McGee. It's so weird. He's, He's so happy. Goof. He's a goof. Uh, Dolphins Bills is a really good one, and that's at the twelve o'clock slot. Dude, why is Diggs putting up like the like <clears throat> one of the best seasons that God, he's ever good. has Dude, been? You have like, to. So I had this talk I with T. Um, what does this say about Stephon Diggs that he comes to uh, the Bills and all of a sudden Josh and I don't know if it's Stephon Diggs or Josh Allen or both, but he's putting up numbers. And Josh Allen went from a project quarterback who had potential, who was iffy and threw a lot of turnovers to now like a top three quarterback in the NFL getting probably MVP, MVP votes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that a credit to Diggs? And another thing, how much is this a discredit to Kirk Cousins that he wasn't able to do much with Thielen and Diggs and now Thielen and Jefferson? So, awesome question. Living for it. It's a lot of sticky situations. So, you know, with Case Keenum, if I'm remembering my seasons correctly, Thielen and Diggs had a thousand yards each. Yes, and 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 Diggs had the walk off touchdown against uh, the, Saints the Saints in the playoffs. And Marcus Williams with unbelievable. Them. It was an insane yeah, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I and and Diggs loved balling with Keenum. We never heard a single bit of Diggs diva, Diggs outcry, that like the stuff that people like started started giving him, and myself included, because I noticed it, like until we spent all this money and got Kirk, who is not the gunslinger cases, gunslinger cases, and is not the gunslinger Josh Allen is. Diggs emerged and and became came into his own along with Thielen as an uh, elite fucking talent in the league. And he knew that. I told you, I told you, I told and, you and, when he came out of Maryland, I told I you. I was excited by the pick. You I know me. You good. I, I, you know, and we watched me and, you know, me and the family watched him in camp. Like I'm excited. I've got a Diggs jersey. Love the dude. Same with Thielen. I would watch Thielen come up from practice, from, from undrafted. I literally in person watched Thielen come up from undrafted nobody to the dude who's blocking punts and running him for touchdowns, to the dude who's an elite talent in the league. Those both those things happen at the same time, and it was beautiful. Like what an era! But you're 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 onto something great. But the problem is what it says about Cousins is what we already know. Cousins is not those guys. Cousins is there to be average, uh, and unfortunately, they got to Cousins about seven years too late because Cousins was the guy we needed with Adrian Peterson. Cousins was the guy that we were fucking struggling and dying for aside great, from far. Great take, great like, take. Well, it's just the fact. Like, we, me and Dad talked about it every goddamn year, and Teddy was almost that. Teddy was who was supposed to be he as got well. obliterated. Yes, but he was also supposed to be the guy, like, if we had the line for him, who just had to be average. But it just didn't happen at the right time. So we were, like, three years delayed on all these moves. So, like, by the time we got Teddy to be able to give to, to Peterson and had some pieces, our defense was old, and we had no O-line anymore. So, like, by the time we get Kirk Cousins, we're not – yes, Dalvin is an amazing running back, but he works in tandem with amazing receivers. Cousins is the dude who's the average, good, high-percentage numbers, fucking Bill Walsh offense quarterback, you know? It just – we're just – the timing's all fucked. Diggs is elite, and that it's it speaks everything we know about all those people, you know? It's just – Oh, you don't that's, that's – That's all I had to say about oh, it. Oh, yeah, um – that's I agree. I just I just don't know like how much Diggs plays into these factors because his talents going to the Bills immediately made it like Josh Allen MVP caliber. Well, and I, a and lot he gets of that to is be a, the guy there. 
He gets Correct. to be the guy and there, I think and he, he deserves needs to be. to be the guy because he. Sure. And I get it. If you're that talented, you want the fucking ball. But like, why share it? Why share it? Exactly. And he's he is balling the fuck out. So to to finish up with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, what do you think will happen in this Dolphins Bills game? They're at the noon slot. I think that's a must watch because those are ten both both at least ten win teams with the Bills having twelve wins. I think the Dolphins have to win that to get the in. The Dolphins have to win, but the Bills should win. Like Correct. the Bills should eat in that game. It shouldn't even be a problem. The Dolphins had it's an awesome a, season. It's two a time. It's a great it's a it's two a time. It's a great building block. What an amazing start to Tua's career. But th- I'm sorry, that ain't the story right now. Just like when Josh Allen was in the playoffs last year. And it was in the wild card, and that was exciting, and it was a nice building block, but that wasn't the story. We yep. can't just force these things to happen, and um, I don't think that's going to work. I think it's going to be the Bills all day. One of the coolest stories with how that quarterback relationship still was not toxic, even though they were f- like, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. They were yeah, just flip-flopping yeah. between quarterbacks. I like it. it was, it's crazy how much— Go like, Dolphins. Fix those uniforms, too. Yeah, it's a testament to the character of both of those quarterbacks as well. So Seahawks 49ers. Um I think the C- I think the 49ers are just out. Is I would Russ's, assume is Russ's MVP talk just dead in the water. Yeah. Remember yeah. The, at the beginning remember, like, at, at the beginning, beginning of the year that's like all anybody pod, cared about was we like were, Russ is cooking. We were talking we were about that. We were and too. He was. We loved and it. then people ratcheted up and they fucking adjusted their defenses and now yep. they're not killing and their they're defense not is not up. as good as it used to be and it's susceptible and I could no. honestly Here's the thing. Their secondary is booty. I've been saying this about the 49ers and Shanahan. Shanahan chokes in these big games, yes, but that man can scheme a running offense like few in this league. He gets people you've never heard of 50 yards a pop sometimes on runs, and he sets up a play action. He's very, very good at scheming on offense, and he's He's won a couple. He's dunking. He's won a couple games this year based off of play calling alone, because his team is the most detrimentally injured of all of the teams in the league. They're losing. They don't have some of the best players in the NFL. Nick Bosa out the whole year. D Ford has been out a lot of the year. Um, I can't remember everybody, but there's a fuckload of people that have been out, especially on their defensive line. Um. So yeah, so I can see the 49ers winning that game, to be honest. And I don't know who's even going to be a quarterback if it's going to be Bethard or who. Mullins, Bethard, Garoppolo doesn't really fucking matter. None of them have been no, that great of quarterback all, talents. Yeah, a bunch of nobodies. That, you know, Garoppolo was a, brought in with the with the money supposed to be the guy. Well, that's what happens when you you know Vikings Vikings got Garoppolo once. It was Matt Castle. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinals Rams is a huge one for me. Because I need the Cardinals to lose. I don't think they're going to. No. I think the Cardinals are going to win. Because they have to. You're going to have D-Hop playing even though he got hurt. You're going to have Kyler playing even though they got hurt. It just. Dude, honestly though, you can never count out Aaron Donald and the people around him. Because Aaron Donald is the best player in the NFL. He's the man. He's the muscle. Do you agree? The man, the muscle, the legend. Yeah, of course. Of course. The best player though? Sure. I mean, I, dude, I easily totally the best, think he easily, is. easily the best defensive player. He and does things I've never seen a, a defensive tackle, especially I that I don't know size. If I, can, do. I don't know if I can call him a better NFL player than Mahomes, but I'd say easily the best defensive player. He affects games so intensely. Sure, sure. but Mahomes he's, is everything. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying, like, he's brought moves to the forefront. That jump slice thing. People are calling him an MVP candidate, correct? 
Like I don't know. Aaron Donald. I don't, I'm, I don't know if he's even had a statistically MVP caliber year. He routinely gets like player of the year? maybe BPOI. I'd have to look. He'd uh, well, look it up. Look it up while I talk about him. Oof. Oof. It's a lot of work. Oof. I don't know about that. Uh, mamma mia. Ugh. No, it's okay. So I think that the Rams obviously have a shot, but I think the Cardinals win out of desperate, I don't know, des- desperation, and then the the Rams don't have a quarterback. You know what I mean? So their running game has been iffy ever since Gurley left. They've been doing it in, in like, committee. So, unfortunately, I think the Bears need to beat the Packers, and I don't think that's going to happen. So the next game, we got Jags-Colts. Colts win, in my opinion, Jags will make sure they lose. Colts will probably be in the playoffs. Um, Cause I think they just need like another person to lose another one of the teams. Titans, Texans, Titans take that. In my opinion, you think they it looks like Aaron Donald and TJ Watt are, are tied for best odds to win NFL. Really? DPOI. I would have is, said is TJ what, Watt is what sports betting dime.com says December 9th, 2020. Woo. So, you know, T. Herring, get your bets set Yeah, for, uh, for that one. I think T.J. Watt, but I think T.J. Watt's, also... Watt's a, a madman. Um, what game did you ask me about? Uh, you, you Doesn't matter. It was it was Jags, Colts, and Titans, Texans, and I think we both agree it's going to be Titans yeah. and Colts winning. Are there any other games that matter? Uh, Raiders and Broncos. Ugh. Raiders suck, and Gruden's uh, tenure uh, as a, as a Raiders coach is like just not what I thought it was gonna be. Well, um, I've called a couple of their fucking draft picks, and they definitely turned out exactly how I thought they would. I said Damon Arnett is not even a top two round corner; he's a third to fourth round corner. Look at him; they're like pulling him from games. Trayvon Mullen, I said, was not that great. He's played fucking terribly. Clellan Farrell, who I thought is talented, is not the fourth pick overall talented, or whatever he was. Max Crosby, who I really like, the big, lanky defensive end. I I wanted him on the Bears, and I was calling for him. He got, like, a fourth-round pick. He was a steal. But, yeah, basically what McShay is doing is just looking. He's like, all right, these are the Clemson, and these are the Ohio State and Alabama players coming out this year. Bing bong bong. Just like fucking picking him. You know bong, what I mean? Bing bing bong bong. So yeah. He's uh, like, first thing we gotta do, man, is get rid of rid of Khalil Mack. And ridiculous. Uh Chargers Chiefs. Chiefs are gonna fucking win that. Yeah, it's the Chiefs. But are they gonna sit Mahomes? Are they gonna sit Mahomes? Uh no. Does it even matter? Can the Chargers make the playoffs? But I don't think so. And also Herbert is probably rookie of the year. Uh, right? ooh, yeah, yeah. Probably. I think I think Just he beats honestly, I, I think he beats Jefferson as offensive. I think so. Unfortunately, I and I but I get it. I get it. He's broke. I mean, he broke rookie records. He got it, and they love quarterbacks. So Jefferson um, had a great year, and I love him to death. And he still can put some more numbers up at the end of the season. So I'm excited to see Saints the Panthers. Doesn't really matter. The Saints are no. already in. And then yeah. we already okay. So then now we got our games. Do you want to talk about the Lions matchup? Yeah, I'm just excited to uh, to say goodbye to this season because it was kind of a letdown. Uh, it kind of accompanies 2020 in a in a good way. It was kind of a tough year. There were some awesome wins that made me really happy, and there were some storylines that I love. Like Justin Jefferson's one of my favorite players. 
I'm so happy. It's not something I expected. I just I never knew that. Like when we got, when we drafted a receiver, I was like, okay, I just love him. He's awesome. I told you he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be like this. I love him, and it's a lot to like come in with a personality and also like put up like and he puts up like it's it, it's really cool. Um, watching the Vikes on Christmas was hard because we got absolutely just mowed over and just shit on uh, by the Saints and Alvin Kamara. Six touchdowns. If Taysom Hill didn't didn't vulture one, it'd be seven touchdowns, and he'd have the lone like NFL record. But Fucking regardless, vultured it. Yeah, good for him. Good the, for the Saints. The Christmas I, I, cleats. It, the Christmas cleats he got fined for or fired, and then Alvin Kamara tested positive for COVID, so it's like he's having a wild headline week as well. But hopefully, we beat the Lions. Always cool to play against Peterson. Um, I I think uh, at the worst thing, the worst case scenario is. Like, we both are, like, our records are almost identical, us and the Lions. Like, at best, either of us can be 7 and 9, at best, right? So It's 5 and 10 like, and 6 and 9, so you can, okay. be, you can be 7 and 9. Yeah, so pretty horrible. And, uh, you know, Dalvin won't be there for obvious reasons. Um, hopefully we just, no big injuries and... Hopefully we get a win and Madison has been and... very average when I watch. Yeah, I mean he doesn't need to be anything more than uh, he's there to accompany and him and uh, uh, right, right, two weeks. Amir Amir Abdullah as well and other people that are little spark plugs just have to come in and do that here and there. Right. right. Um, CJ Ham has had an incredible year as uh, at fullback and uh, Vikings are one of the one of the teams that just show go to show um, that you can play that kind of football still which I like. Um, and if you look at the – I sent this the other day to you and T, but the top five rushing yards in the entire NFL, three of the five are NFC North running backs. So black and blue division is still here, and, and there's still things that are positives uh, to take away from a tough year. Yeah, well said. Uh, there's a lot I could say about the Bears-Packers. To sum it up, I think the Packers win, and then I'm going to be praying that the Cardinals lose. And I think there's a very realistic shot. The Bears missed the playoffs this weekend, which sucks. Um, I'm very, very happy how they figured it out towards the end of the year, and we are peaking. We're cresting. We're doing We're doing what we need to do heading in. So our trajectory is up, which bodes well. We have our offensive line figured out more so now with two undrafted rookies or they might be first year guys, second year guys. I mean, from Notre Dame, and they're Sam Mustafer's playing like lights out. Super smart dude. I thought he would suck. He's playing very well. Bars is also playing pretty well, and they're very energetic. And those offensive linemen that are running down the play, picking up the running back, running back to the huddle. That's what I love about the Notre Dame boys. That's what they need yes. to be doing. They yes. are. They finish their blocks. They don't stop till the whistle, and they run to the ball every time to get their guy and they throw the people off of their guy. Mike McGlinchey, I'll never live without Quentin Nelson is the best offensive lineman right now. Zach Martin. I'll never live without. I mean, that's arguable He's when hurt. you think about a couple tackles, but Quentin Nelson is unreal. Quentin and I Nelson love how he bad plays, man. He's so bad man, he was at the game. I was at last year when I went to Notre Dame, Boston college, it was like bye weeks for people and him and Rudolph were all, were both there. Earn it. Love it. Um, love it. I'm it. very, I love very dropping being near NFL players. I just love them. 
I love what uh, Montgomery's been able to do at the end of the year. I love that our offensive line is giving him a chance to showcase his skills, and I love how he runs. He runs similar to Trey Sermon from Ohio State aggressively. Um, Mitch is doing well when he's doing when he's dealing out of play action. If we Mitch can get the McConnell running game Trubisky. going, give me my guys, money. The Bears, the Bears want two grand, but Mitch is Mitch Trubisky's yeah. like you'll take six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's Pat Mahomes two thousand, Mitch Trubisky six hundred side by side. Yeah, um, Deshaun Watson's twelve hundred. Yeah, that's a that's the that's the meat in the middle. Poor Deshaun. I wanted him more than all of them. Um, yeah, so I think the Bears are cresting. For some reason, our defense has imploded. And we're going to be without Jalen Johnson again, our really good corner, who's a rookie. We're without Buster Screen again. Good. I don't even want him on the team. He's not He's not good enough to play on our team. Um, I'd rather have Duke Shelley or Kendall Vildor playing slot corner. Young guys. Give him a shot. So Fair I think Devontae Adams absolutely eats our our secondary i think he gets like 150 yards two touchdowns straight up um i'm happy with what the bears have been doing it makes me very optimistic i still would like a change at least make the playoffs dude make those playoffs because it's gonna be great for me make them and then you're gonna pay mitch and keep him for like five more years that's what i'm worried about (laughs) so this is what i would like to see if i'm the if i'm realistic things that i think could happen I would love to see the Bears win this and get in because the Packers don't want it as much. They don't need it as much, and the Bears are desperate, and our defense plays well, and Mitch does just enough to win. We make the playoffs, we win one or lose, and we definitely win the se- or lose the second. You know what I mean? We maybe make it one more win. We're out. That's the best-case scenario, I think. I would love to see Ryan Pace fired, give, give Nagy one more year, have the offensive coordinator be the play caller. Stick with that. Stick with your yep. staff. See Run what it one. Yeah. You gave it Let to people the, do their jobs. You. This is what happened. This is literally what happened. They gave play calling to the offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor, who is willing to adjust his play calling to the talent at hand. Our offensive line Michelle. coach, our offensive line coach Juan Castillo, had to have had input because our running attack complete or our our running offense completely changed. It was da- it was like drive blocking one on ones. And it was like setting up play actions out of the under center, I formation stuff. Right. So, and he's having his two tight ends out there. He's having commit out there more getting our young talent out there and giving people offensive linemen don't want to be pass protecting every play, especially if they're young rookies that don't know the NFL yet, give them a chance and say, Hey, the person in front of you move him here. Every like that's so much easier for them to help them get settled in. And it is conducive to what we have at hand. So if you keep that going for the next year and you get a new fucking GM in here and you, I think realistically, if this happens, you end up re-signing Mitch because we won't be drafting high enough to get a quarterback. This is what'll happen. But what I would hope would happen is you sign him to a one or two year deal, less than 10 million a year has to be because he cannot have that big of a market. The market is just so hard to get away with that. The you, market is yeah, so but hard. Who, who are we betting against? The, the thing is, Ryan Pace has had a history of betting against himself. Somebody like, desperate would pay oh, more man, for Mitch. Everyone really wants Jimmy Graham. Let me give him $16 million guaranteed. First off, Jimmy right. Graham has eight touchdowns this year. He's playing really well in the red zone. He's a he's a viable weapon. Um, And a great mentor for Cole Komet. You may, you may wrap this up. Oh, no, my cat's just bumping against okay. the door. Willoughby. 
Um, no, it's Papa. It's Bug. Oh, I love Bug. I've never actually Me met too. Bug, but I love Bug. Bug's nice. Um, I think the Bears lose, but I'm optimistic with what they were able to do. It, 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 it didn't leave me with, leave me with the sour taste in my mouth that I thought it was going to. Because we I were. I hope you get in. I do too. I hope you I, get in. I, For the I sake of this show, the I hope you get in because we're gonna keep talking through the playoffs, and yeah. the show will get even more focused, which it probably desperately needs, anyways. And uh, yes, having a team that one of us like digs is awesome, and having two NFC North teams in the playoffs, I'm super into as well. So. I think the Packers are the team to beat in the NFC. I really do. I think you're right. I think Rodgers is unreal. And I think that the Bills have and a legitimate shot. And they have a running shot. back in the top five. And they have, Devontae, they have Devontae Adams, who's nuts. He's like playing like the best receiver in the league nuts. this year. His routes are unreal. Yeah, he's good shit. Um, yeah. I, it's going to be a fun weekend. Happy New Year. Yeah, Aiden. happy Happy we New Year. It's 2021, it. man. Yeah, we made it. We made I thought it. for sure your wedding was going to give me COVID and kill me, and then I would have yeah. to haunt you, and that would suck. Yeah. Well, we were married. You'd be hearing me a... talk about yellow circles in your ear whispering. <laughs> a, your... Small, a small mass gathering uh, went off without a hitch, and we're very lucky. Massive wedding. Um, hundreds <sighs> of folks. Yeah. So not a mask among just, them. Just, just coffin and shit. Uh, but I'm glad we made it. Make sure you stay tuned, uh, after we close out. Cause we're going to have a chunky little college football corner tacked on to it as yeah. a bonus. If you want to hear about me going in depth about how I don't like Dabo Sweeney and how he can absolutely eat shit. Go ahead and yeah. keep listening. Yeah. And the, you know, since uh, the college football stakes are a little, little higher right now than the NFL stakes, uh, pre playoffs. I think, I think, uh, we honestly, we tapped in some good shit. Plus, it's our favorite team, so obviously we're a little more passionate. So I'm, I'm arguably more passionate about college football, but nonetheless, I love, Notre Dame. I love NFL as well. So yeah, if you want right. to listen, keep listening. Have a great beginning to your new year. Happy New Year to anyone who's listening. Um, hopefully, this year doesn't fucking suck and is not a dumpster fire, not as right. scary and taxing as last year. So maybe we can come into the next football season completely normal. Fans in yep. the stands. Yep, back to normal. Hopefully, vaccines are happening. Uh, people in the medical field are getting it. My sister got vaccinated. Good. Um, it's moving right along. So hopefully that that gets to everybody. Um, it's been a terrible, awful year, and uh, uh, football has been a nice distraction. And we made it through almost an entire regular season with this. So good, good on us, man. This is, and yeah. I said this on bad movie brunch It's a year of quality. Yeah. Like we put, we did content. Like we do what we that's could more like we, that's more than a lot of people can say. Like we re- I'm really proud of the podcast and uh, like this keeps us honest. It keeps us way tapped into NFL in a fun way. Sports are more um, important than people realize ex- unless you're really into it because it literally gives you something to look forward to. And if you've had a bad week, you can always think like, oh, but the Bears are playing playing primetime. You know what I mean on Sunday. It's like night. live theater, but it's not scripted, and, and you don't and know happen. the outcome. D was like, right? It's amazing. D saw how how happy I've been since Ohio State beat Clemson. I'm like, you don't understand. I've been carrying that loss for a year because I care mm-hmm. that much, and I just yeah. I, it was redemption. And she's like, well, that's not healthy. I'm like, well, that's the whole point well, of, of the sports. sports. Yeah, you don't know the outcome, and it's it's so fun. It's a needed distraction. It's something to look mm-hmm. forward to. If you've got a lot going on, if you work constantly, whatever the case is, having something to look forward to is an important aspect. Yep, of- and sports give us that. I'm a little bummed that my Viking season's almost over. I'm going to relish uh, 
and revel in the game tomorrow. And hopefully we get a nice Vikings win to go out on. Uh, regardless of a, even though it's not a winning season, the Vikings are my favorite part of the year every year. I like Notre Dame as well. I love them to death, and they are all my college boys, and I and I love Notre Dame. It's just college football is a completely different vein to me because it's more like we're flipped. history we're and flipped, history and religion and like. A Notre Dame Saturday is super important to me, even if they're like six and fucking, you know, five or whatever. Like, like that's that's just like a different thing. Like, it's more of a feeling. The Vikings is just like my lifeblood. So, I uh, it's more than a feeling, yeah. Yeah, more than a feeling. So, uh, I look forward to another season, and and uh, we're also we'll, we'll keep bringing you content. Definitely, I bested my wife and the fan and my family. It was a wi- it was a and it was an down to the wire, wild down to the wire matchup. She had me like fucked silly because she had Mike Evans, uh, went off with Tom Brady, and I had Tom Brady uh, on my team, but they sat him. You know what I mean? So it was it was it, it ended up coming down to the night game on Sunday with her uh, her playing with Rogers, me playing with uh, Jones. Uh, Packers running back and uh it was very very fun ended up beating beating her just by a couple points good the trophy comes to our household it's the league has been renamed in uh uh in honor of my dad so it'll be really nice to have that trophy for a year I'm gonna do all sorts of weird shit to it can I get it probably. back in it next year yeah dude come back in I maybe forgo- we'll, we'll yeah, have a slot I was uh I was in it one year I was the Manzenbachers so yeah come back Come back to us, baby. All right, I'll be in it next year. I think Maybe you can I don't. Win that trophy. So I don't know how fantasy football works, but I won my first two week matchups of the playoffs. But I don't know how that works. Am I still playing now? What do you mean? You're in a league right now? Yeah, I don't know. I'm on like an ESPN one or something. I how so, many teams are in the league? Eight. Oh, then it should be done. Yeah, I don't know because I was four and nine from the season, but I won my two. Oh, weeks then of... they they probably gave you like a, so you probably got like you won a consolation to be like seventh in the league or something. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if I should be worried about it or not. A lot of leagues are done by week seventeen. Like I figured, because I'm like, how would you do it in the playoffs? Because people sit and stuff, yeah. yeah. But other leagues go deeper. I don't know. I'm in a dynasty league with people that uh, I don't even know all of them, and they all hate me because I I just suck. Um, <laughs> With like Anthony and like Nate Williams from Canton, and then a bunch of other people. Brad Pence was in it, but he left. Um, Nate Williams. Yeah, but anyways, hang on tight for for uh, some college football corner, and I have been Luke Taylor, and I made and write a victorious Ohio State fan, and have a great new year. We lo- have a great new year. We love you guys. Three, two, one. Welcome to College Football Corner. I'm Luke. I made an. And we'll get to the NFL action. So. Yeah, we'll get to the NFL action, but the uh, the Buckeyes won in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about. Guys, you're nodding. You're nodding. That's what I was thinking during that. In five, four, three. Guys, you're nodding. Oh, sorry. You're Aiden, counting. You didn't, say, you didn't say two or one. <laughs> oh, you don't say, we don't say two or we one. We don't say two or one. Um, Why? You just don't, okay? It's actually Algonquin for the good land. The good land. Um, speaking well, of the Milwaukee's good land, Milwaukee's had its fair share of visitors, hasn't it? Speaking of the good land, we are not just NFL MAO f- NFL fans. <laughs> we are football fans, and yes. the good land of New Orleans <laughs> has been very good to the Buckeyes. And though Luke's Fighting Irish lost to the vaunted 
Crimson Tide of Alabama, who are very scary, and they get yards very quickly, and they hurdle human beings in ways that they should not be able I'm to do. standing human beings. It is unreal how good their skill positions are. Um, Ohio it didn't State, hurt. Ohio Let State, me just, one quick gloss before you get into it, because you should. Yeah, I want to um, hear your, your, you can go just, first. It could have been worse. It didn't hurt as bad as our 12-0, and number one in the nation year. It was not as big of a smack in the mouth as that. The score wasn't close whatsoever, but it wasn't as bad. Well, the score like, was close, but it was like the game wasn't that close, kind of. That I, That's what I'm saying. It doesn't indicate, yeah. but I mean, it wasn't 44-14. Correct. It like wasn't it was. a blowout. Uh, right. Um, so I'll take that. And uh, I, I, you know, in a, in a weird year, it takes a lot to to be a student athlete who also has to to play football for Notre Dame, and you do it, you give it, you give the fans an undefeated regular season, and like, beat Clemson once, and beat Clemson one of those, and like yeah, it's Lawrence list, but it still felt good. Their, like, I'll say this: their backup quarterback was the number one recruit in his mm-hmm. quarterback he recruiting had to come class. In and fuck so it's like too. He it's came not in like you beat a, a fucking nobody. Like, when they yeah. like a couple years ago, their backup was like a three-star guy who was like a glue oh, guy. You're about, you know what I mean? You're so like, Clemson. if if, yeah, if yeah. Clemson came in with a th- like a three-star and you beat him, it'd be one thing. But you beat him with a guy who's going to go True. in the first round of the NFL. Yeah, it was a good year. I I am uh, going having an undefeated regular season uh, in this type of year with with like I said, student athletes shows all the the determination and grit in the world. So I'm really proud of that. Uh, of of those people, like you know, there's we we, we see professional athletes making it's, millions, yeah, millions hand over fist. It's and they been can't the year string, of it's they can't been, string more than three or four wins together. You know what I mean? It's like, been the year of the gritty. Yeah, the gritty in more ways than one. So I'm I'm pleased with it. Uh, I'll take a fucking ten and 11 and season any day, um, and hopefully at some point something will give, and you know we'll we'll end up getting. Uh, a huge amazing unbelievable uh like offensive weapon that is also a 4.0 so he can get into Notre Dame and uh yeah you know the chip like you know the chips will fall where they may like we just we, we gotta we recruit well we play well we just we truly need a stroke of luck because Notre Dame is not about to lower their standards like right academically. It's, so it it's like Stanford um I'd say Stanford and Notre Dame a couple of teams that are like perennial good teams generally, um, generally who also have very good academic standards that they hold their students to it's not quite like i think northwestern might be like one of the more stringent northwestern's big, big a smart teams. school i couldn't get into northwestern i couldn't um, i damn sure couldn't get into notre dame it's just that i so i have a lot of like disdain for notre dame a lot of the time during normal years because i feel like they're and i mean it's bold to come from an ohio state fan on this but like I feel like uh, not being in the conference and being on AB, it's ABC, right? Like every fucking Saturday. We have a contract with NBC. NBC, sorry. And they're always um, prime time. They're always mm-hmm. playing against the service academy. They're always. They're, oh. But, and, and it's, it's not like those are not tough outs. Our it's, Army Navy games get played because they're historic. No, I mean, like, it, there was a while there where you played Navy every single year. Yes, because that's one of our historic rivalry. Correct, games. I know. I'm and I'm and, I, and I, I'm not taking away, but I've always had this secret disdain that, like, man, maybe they're really just not playing a hard schedule. And then they came into the ACC 
and, and won they it. beat the fucking <laughs> shit out of no i'm not i know i'm i'm apologizing vaguely i know um, stressed me out I just think that I have a lot of respect for the Notre Dame team this year. A lot of respect for Ian Book, who I didn't think had it. And maybe he didn't have it against Alabama, but who does? You know? Who does? Yeah. Who I does? Don't, and you know, they're they're just chock full of fucking talent. They're they're so fast at every position. I mean, it was a great year for Notre Dame. It sucks that you lost. It sucks that they wrote Notre Dame off in that game. It sucks that Brian Kelly got asked like fifteen times what do you have to do to get to this next level? And Brian's like, look, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry we like, lost. I don't, I don't know. know. To tell I've you. been here forever. And it's, it's this, I mean, like, he's like, he's I'm going to get here. We'll get here. And then we'll try we'll to win there. Yeah. We'll try. And like I said, I had, I was think I was up late last night thinking about it. And I was like, we're really just going to have to hit a stroke of luck where some elite blue chip fucking five star athlete grows up a Notre Dame fan and wants to come play there. The only time we, I, I mean, and we've fucked that up before because Notre Dame is Notre Dame. Sometimes fucking Randy Moss dreamed of going to Notre Dame. We said no. Cause he had like issues in high school. <laughs> like Philip rivers wanted to go to Notre Dame. We said no. Like, you know, it's like, it's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. And you guys get talent. The problem is when you get a Jalen Smith, five star or, five-star linebacker yeah. from Indiana yeah. and he's he's a Heisman candidate for like his whole yeah. senior year or junior year or whatever um, you can have time was a Heisman candidate correct candidate you, can, you know you what can, I mean like N- Notre Dame generally has a few of them the problem is Alabama has one at every position like it's, what, it, and that's just what it is it's a, what happened where like Notre Dame isn't so our time on earth is Notre Dame being this, but the hundred years before before we were born, like we were the team, like it was us and like a handful of other people. It was Notre fucking Dame. Like, so I don't like, I know we still, we, we, we coast on that clout, but it is hard to be like, God damn it. What happened in the world? And like, is it the sec? Is it that like every team is just like fucking unbelievably insanely competitive? Like in a lot of conferences now, like I'll I'll tell you what it is. Um, from my perspective, it's, it's two or three things. Um, the first one is warm weather breeds football talent and the South breeds football talent. There's, there is more talent in the South. They can play all year round. They can play, especially skill positions can play seven on sevens. They have, uh, they have like leagues second, um, no other place in the United States, um, routinely produces this defensive lineman, that size, that strength, that speed than the South does because the, one of the biggest things for Ohio state for a long time is they did not have a big, big nose guard who could move. Alabama has one every year. They have, they like go back, like Marcel Darius, Duran Payne, Quinnen uh, Williams. Uh, mm, I like, love him. He's a, he's a delight. Yeah, Jonathan Allen. Like every fucking year, they've got two or three big, uh, t- like something Mount Cody. Remember Mount Cody, who was like 400 pounds for Alabama? They've always got someone in, like, no matter how good you are schematically, no matter how, like, r- like smart your offensive line is, like Notre Dame's offensive line is always smart and good. How are you supposed to compete when you've got a 345 pound guy that can run a five flat 40? You know what I mean? You can't. And they have so many of them and Clemson got them too. So now Ohio state, that was the one thing Ohio state was missing. They had the skill guys. Um, Mm -hmm. now Ohio state, what, what happened? 
Haskell Garrett, Tommy Togiai. Big, strong, fast, Samoan defensive tackles. Super gritty. One of them, Haskell got shot in the fucking face. I talked about that earlier in the year in the podcast. He is an All-American. He he tipped a touchdown pass interception to himself this year. Like, the thing is, I don't know when that changed because I wasn't alive back then to see the Ohio State of yore and the Notre Dame of yore. But in modern times, it is the defensive lines of the SEC that win the games. A hundred, a hundred percent. Can can you name one Notre Dame defensive tackle that's like worth a fuck? That's that that that's that size in the last ten years. To it, is he that big? He's huge. Okay, so he's, you so one. But he's not like fat huge. He's like a Spelt. monster. Huge. Yeah, and I mean Ohio State has, and Ohio State has the produced, only other one that I can think of is was with to it was Lewis next to third and he didn't do shit. Like, yeah. I mean, and that's, I do you agree though? I think that's a hundred percent what wins these games. Like you can get yeah. the skill guys, skill guys and are everywhere, but like those big, seem, especially in the Kelly era to be committed to like, aside from book and maybe another person, like we seem committed to a weird spread offense two quarterback system with like, with no, like receiver work. receiver running back hybrids. And that's my other thing. I'm that's like, that's always been, a why thing is that happening? Watched them. They've always and had a wide receiver running back. The play calling this year with Tommy Reese, uh, taking over. He, he's now spent a full year playing, uh, Colin plays. Very impressed. I I'm like Tommy pleased. Reese. You love Tommy Reese. Yeah. I love it. It's, Dude, it's such I, a great storyline. I probably haven't said it on the podcast, uh, and we'll let you get to your Ohio State. And this is the college football corner, so chill out. The NFL is kind of eh, right now. Chill. We'll There's a lot to talk um, about with the NFL. We'll, we might bring you a uh, bonus pod. If, if Luke uh, is willing, the first I'm willing time to I, maybe do a bonus. I mean, if yeah, if, if time allows. Um, the first time I ever went to Notre Dame game, they like lost to Tulsa or some shit. But, uh, I recall I that went, vividly. I went, and Dane Christ was the starting quarterback. And he got like his knee blown at the sideline, and a and a young and a young quarterback uh, marched onto the field under center. It was fucking Tommy Reese, and uh, that ended up being the fucking the dude for a minute. And until Everett Golson during the undefeated year, like, and and even and honestly, without Tommy coming in and playing cleanup in like five of those close games in the twelve and zero, like you know twenty twelve like uh, undefeated year, we don't. We don't go undefeated, so it's just cool to see him stick around with the program. I remember when he left Notre Dame, he was like a like an like a some sort of assistant for like the Chargers or some stuff. And I remember talking with Brad Pence and being like, "This dude's a gamer. Like he understands the game. I think he'll start coaching." And I'm just ho- so happy he's there. But enough about my losing team. Talk about your Buckeyes. It's all, all seven games. It's been yeah. a, it's what a year. What a what a journey. No, I'm yeah. Um. So the whole seven game six game thing. I get it. I get it a hundred percent. Does it? Does a six game? Not. It's a six win. We were undefeated, but like, does a You're six? Right. Does a six game played team deserve to go to the playoffs? Deserve to go to the Big Ten championships? Arguably no. But are they unequivocally the third best team in the nation and the second best as of right now? Yes, a hundred percent, and they proved that. Definitely um, not the eleventh best, dude. I that's tired. To, at this point, it's tired because that's all people are talking about. Let's talk about the other bad things about Dabo Sweeney. Let's talk about the fact that in the pregame sideline interview, they asked him how the um, the, the loss of their offensive coordinator, Elliot was going to affect the game. And he says, not at all because I'm the one that calls the plays and they always come through me anyway. 
Well, guess what, buddy? You had one scripted drive where you attacked the perimeter on our on our smaller um, back se- back seven, and after that, we fucking ran you into the dirt. You don't know how to call plays. You are literally who is that fucking? Bra- I saw some on Twitter. Who is Hugh Hugh Jackson? Was that the coach for the Browns that was garbage? Uh, I mean, there's lots of Browns. But coach, right, uh, but was he like but, a recent one that was like mm, on the Hard Knocks yeah, yeah. coach? Um, I think that's him. I think so. So everyone's like, this is Dabo Sweeney if he was not an elite recruiter. And I'm like, you're right, because he's not a good X's and O's guy. It, like, really. Like, until he started banging on recruits and getting him. It was it was Hugh I, Jackson. I thought so. I think that this game is a – so Ohio State is already in the upper echelon, but they were not in the top two. And there's such a drastic, like, dichotomy of, like, like the top schools and everybody else. It's like Alabama, Clemson, everybody else, and then there's like four or five teams that could potentially compete. Ohio State might vault into that top tier now after that win because they didn't just beat Clemson. They no, absolutely no, obliterated them, them at no, every single level. Them. And I was talking to my friend Kyrie before the game, and I laid out everything that could happen. And I, it, it sounded dumb, but I was like, this is one of those games – Clemson could blow us out. We could blow them out. It could be close. He's like, cool. Those are all the options. I'm like, right. But not every team could have all those options. And I, I actually think Ohio state could blow them out because, and this is something I didn't hear anyone talk about in the national media. When you go to a big game, you want that big game. You want to make the playoffs. You want to make the national championship. You want the Rose bowl in the BCS era. If you're a big 10 team, but rarely ever do you want the other team to be your opponent. You want to beat them. You want Michigan if you're Ohio State and if you're Notre Dame. And you want USC if you're Notre Dame. You know what I mean? Those are classic rivalries. But this is like, this is for blood. Ohio State wanted them at a level that I, it was like affecting me personally, like how much I wanted that game. I was so excited to be able to get revenge because say what you will about talking about the refs. We almost blew them out last year. The refs stole the game. We were beating the fucking shit out of them. Um, I'm pleased that, that, that it worked out this way. And I'm just so – and I'll let you continue, but I just like I, – I was never, ever on the Justin Fields train until last night. Really? Like not, not, not in like a mean way, not in like a negative way, but – you know how like there's the quarterback everybody wants, and then there's the other people you have to draft because they're left. Like he was one of those to me, and he's I a, don't feel a, that way anymore. Yeah, he's just like an afterthought. So to there's me. been and times where I've oh been, my oh my word, this is a this is a bad man. This is a bad man. Oh my Buddha. Oh my Buddha. Um. Uh, so I I want to kind of make this consolidated and clean up because I could go forever about this. I kind of wanted to do a bonus uh college pod, but. You know, holidays I wanted happened. to. Holidays I wanted happened. to. Holidays happened, and also like now that Notre Dame got the the, the shit beat out of them, like you know, it started yeah, out kind I of know. fun, but now it's just not as it's now kind it's of sad. just sad. Um, yeah. So this was the perfect game for a couple reasons. Um, everything that went wrong last year was flipped in our favor. So last year, the momentum changer was when Sean Wade hit Trevor Lawrence, who ducked into a sack and got hit in the head. Was he hit in the head? Yes. Was it by the book targeting? Yes. Did he duck into it to get hit in the head? Yes. Is that questionable? Yes. Skalski hit Fields on what I think was kind of a poorly timed spin. Um, And everyone was mad that he got ejected. Here's the thing. Yes. Um, The one where he speared Fields and hurt him. In the ribs. Yeah. Should he have been ejected? 
No, just like Sean Wade shouldn't have been ejected. They should have had a penalty. Now, here's my issue. The people are like, that is a textbook tackle. Incorrect. Not a textbook no, tackle. That's, that's His not head true. was down. There's like, a, there's like a fucking sticker on the back of that Riddell helmet that says, don't do that, if I remember correctly. You like, are, <laughs> yes, you. he had his form semi-right, but you never leave your head down like this and hit him with the yeah. top of your helmet. So I said it immediately in the group chat. I said, that's targeting. Or no, that's, yeah, targeting. And by the word of the law, you cannot lead with your helmet with your head down. Even if you hit him, it doesn't matter where you hit him. There's two different kinds of targeting. You can if go, your head drops, but you led with your shoulder, it's fine. He went, with, it, he becomes, went with his head. Exactly. But and, and then the hardest part about it is, even if that stuff happens, it's still left to the fucking judgment of like a handful of refs and... I get it, and I get I get the anger, and I get that tr- they're like if if Fields but wouldn't isn't have spun, this dude isn't dirty. this fucker like dirty? He got ejected from the ACC championship for a head to head. Same exact thing. Yes, like like fuck him. So like, okay, I'm really sorry. No, yeah, like, you're right. So I I just want to hit on the other side of this is that if they say if Fields wouldn't have spun, it would have been a perfect form tackle. Incorrect. He would have hit him with his shoulder, but his head would have been down. So it's still not a perfect form tackle. Yeah, it is inopportune that he That's hit him stupid. in the ribs. But same thing with Sean Wade. And another thing, it's not even comparable because we were up 16 to nothing and it was like a 10-yard sack when we hit Fields or when we hit Lawrence last year. This was like a 7-yard gain when we were driving. You know what I mean? We're already in the red zone. So it was not even that big of a momentum shift. The very fucking next play after Fields comes back in, he rolls right, barely able to move, throws a duck right on the sideline to fucking Olave for the touchdown. And then... And then limps off the field and i thought he was done and you were like that was when you were like oh my god this this is like i was like but not to be not to be forgotten against michigan last year i believe he got his knee yeah it was last year he got his knee hurt and like the next play he came in he rolled left on his bad knee and threw a fucking deep bomb to olave again to olave he's a gritty motherfucker um he played through the pain. I was like, let's get him, let's get him a cortisol shot. Um, and I, they did. They did. That's not a... So he you know threw some I'll passes do? that were some of the most unreal deep bombs. And it was You know fucking... what I think I'll do? Yeah, good. Talk talk as long as you want about this. I'll separate it and put the college football corner at the second half of the episode. So okay. talk as long as you want about it. And I'll start the episode with our NFL okay. stuff. And well, I'll basically close out by just saying... People need to understand that Clemson is a dirty organization and they, they, they veil it with their religion. They veil it with Dabo being a religious man. He's a, he's a dirty little scoundrel. He really is. Their defense is dirty. Their defense sexually assaulted players on the field years ago, a couple years ago, very, very recent laughed about it. They were shoving their fucking hands and asses and grabbing dicks, shoving their fingers in people's assholes when they were in the pile. That's not like, and then they played it off as like, yeah, we're just having fun. And then one, their their middle linebacker bullwear, they've always had a white middle linebacker who was dirty. He was like, yeah, if you don't, if you don't, if you've never grabbed someone in a pile, you probably suck at football. No, you guys are just dirty. Brent Venables that sounds like Thad Castle on Blue Mountain right. State. Brent Venables, their defensive coordinator, who's very good. I didn't know this. Let me hear your take. So this came out that he, him and his staff are like the best in the NCAA at stealing calls, which is not illegal in college. It's illegal in the NFL. So if you can do it, do it. So that's the reason why Ohio State came out so strong in the first half last year and then got adjusted on and beat. That didn't happen this year. You know why? Because we ran a quick huddle, break 
get on the line, snap it. Did you see that? Like, we were varying no. the tempo. Dude, he had nothing on us. He had absolutely nothing. We bodied them. We hit them the whole game. We fucking destroyed Trevor Lawrence on strip sacks. Trey Sermon is the truth, and he was beating people up. He was literally fucking smashing people. He had a he had a oh. face mask penalty, and I didn't even care. Like, and, and, and help me out with this, too, because I was saying it to you off mic, like, the other day. What is it about Trevor? I'm being honest here. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking douche. If I do, I do. What is it about Trevor Lawrence that makes everybody, like, fumble over themselves and, like, hyperventilate and, like, clutch their pearls? They're so excited and they want to have him. Like, he's the he's the missing fucking link to your NFL team. Like, I'm legit asking. Because, like, everybody talks about him like he's this fucking hot-ass commodity. And, like, hot take. Like, I don't see it. I really? do not... I do not see it for the life of me. Like, what is it? Like, do you think that this dude is, like, worth this acclaim and he's, like, the answer that's going to turn around the Jaguars, whoever the fuck he goes to? Like, well, that's I'm hard sorry, to, that's but hard we to do predict. this. That's we do to... this song and dance, like, every right. year. Like, you know what I mean? The it whole, like, never happens. The generational talent trope, it's hard to predict. Um, I think that I'm predicting now. I think Andrew and, Luck and was you have a me gen- on Mike. It's fine. No, that's fine. I think Andrew Luck and RG3 were both generational talents when they came they out. They were. It's just a matter of what happens. Things happen. You're not always going to be in a bubble of Clemson where you get a number one recruiting class every year. You know what I mean? But do you think that Lawrence is like anywhere near the type of prospect Luck was? Yeah, I don't. I do. 100%. Really? I think he's Why? that good. What about his game um, is, like, impresses you so much? His run, he might be the best running quarterback in the NCAA other than like a pure dual threat. He's got a he's got an arm that is arguably one of the best in the NCAA. He's very smart. He has everything that you want in a quarterback at a high level but nothing is elite like the best. Yeah. He's, and his record's amazing. I'm I'm truly just like asking out of curiosity. I really like, do think he's that good and I don't think he's ever been a problem. He's never been a problem. Even in the post game, he wasn't. He even, oh no, he's a good guy. He's a good, he's a good person. Guy. Like he's yeah. he's hard to dislike. He's totally solid guy. I'm, and I I'm not he's trying got to come, the look for, his for a big city. Like be honest, like they people want hot quarterbacks, and I have the whole thing where if you're a hot quarterback, you're you're arguably going to be <laughs> better seems, at football. He seems like a good dude, and I'm not. And he, uh, yes, he's a good quarterback. I'm just asking, or I guess just throwing out there. Can that, he be the answer to the Jaguars? Yeah, and I'm not saying like like yeah, arguably it's no, like it's, arguably it's no. So it's so hard to like but have I, that much of a winning record at a high fucking like octane program like Clemson. It's super impressive. His game's impressive. His stats are impressive. I'm not saying they're not, but I just don't like. I was saying this to you the other day. Like every like few years, we get people that get compared to people that get compared to being like Peyton Manning, and like only a couple of those people have been Peyton Manning, and it's like. Peyton Manning. Well, I think what like, you're, even Tom I think, Brady wasn't supposed to be Tom Brady. No, I, I you know, here's so, my problem with what you're with your take, and it's not a bad thing because you're correct. I think the problem is they are always generally that good of talents. It's a matter of the NFL it grinds you into the dirt, and if you don't have the GM and the coach and the and the supporting cast, then it doesn't matter if you're a generational talent. It doesn't take away from the fact that they could be that good. Um, the problem is teams that pick in the top of the draft suck. Teams that pick in the middle of the dra- draft and sure. the bottom of the draft are good. So when you get a Lamar sure. Jackson at the thirty-second pick because you traded up, it looks like a better point. with a with a cohesive unit already in place. When you get yeah. Aaron Rodgers at the be- end of the draft in the first round, 
and then you already have a bridge guy Brett who's Farm. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you get when you get a, a Joe Burrow and you're that bad, and everyone knows Joe Burrow's going to get his knee obliterated. But, like what do you he, expect to happen? But he was dealing. But he, he was, was dealing. But I think he Trevor came out Lawrence. Balling. I think Trevor Lawrence could be like that too. I think he can win games by himself. I really do. He didn't tonight. He didn't last night. I have a bias. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I hate Clemson. I hate him too. I I have a hard yeah. time hating Lawrence. I think he's that good. If Dabo's this big religious dude, isn't doesn't that supposed to be like humility and all that stuff? He seems like such yeah, a yeah, dude. He's fake. Asshole. He's fake. Um, you know, I have some issues with re- with people who who are outwardly touting their religion, but it's I, it's holy on Sundays. You're not holy on Sunday. You're a good person. You're one of the best men I've ever had the pleasure of knowing oh, in my thanks, whole life. Buddy. No, I really do mean that. Like, and I don't mean that. Religion is such a good thing for morals, and I've got nothing against religion in that regard. But I have everything against using religion as a tool for your own means and and being fake. And he's a scoundrel. He is. He's he acts religious, but he does unreligious things constantly. He is not, dude. He what happens was Dabo Sweeney had a couple good years, and he thought it became a cult of personality. Dabo time, wrong. And you lost the game for your team. A hundred percent. Everything that happened in that game was on you. But I, I digress. We can we can <laughs> this can be our college football corner. I think Ohio State well, It doesn't State matter now. Like I said, it doesn't matter. I'll put it at the Ohio State has a shot at Bama playing like that. Sure. We really sure. do. And they're that good. But I don't think You're I, just dude, sailing it. It's the kind of offense that Bama doesn't fuck with. Dude, I don't like in two thousand fourteen, Bama couldn't handle our deep passing with Cardale. It was Devin Smith, one of the best deep deep uh trackers of the football i've ever seen in my life uh, of Wolf. the same ilk of will fuller um sticky hands correct and he had. almost only caught deep deep fades for touchdowns he almost never caught another route um he was, he was the epitome of like the mad no way spectacular yes. catch yes um dude oh my god he had one catch in the first game of the year when he was a freshman his 361 handed and then he like looked yeah. at the camera anywho Alabama, how good they were that year when we beat them, and Ohio State had no shot. It was the semis that year. We beat Oregon, and then we beat two Heisman winners in a row. Um, they they didn't have an answer for our deep passing. And guess what's better than Devin Smith, what? Olave? Yeah, Olave yeah. is so fucking silky smooth. He is that well, good, and our offensive line is the best offensive line I've seen since we've been uh, since I've been an Ohio State fan, and we've had good ones. Our starting three in the middle no way i don't care how good alabama is like we're gonna move the ball on them wyatt davis is so good yeah i mean but that uh smith deontay smith devontae smith yeah devontae smith am i saying it right he's so damn so good good. yeah Uh, i'm worried about that not a hot take but he can do a lot of different things i think it's gonna be a shootout i was like He's returning too. I was like, this sucks. It, dude, like, that same with Etn. They always put Etn yeah, back there. I'm right, like, God, that's right, not yeah. fair. Yeah, I'm like, God damn I don't want to worry like, about a punt. Yeah, it's whatever. It's cool to see uh, us both have a crack at the playoff. It's always fun. My fear is during the BCS era, we couldn't. We really that was the big dip in respect for Notre Dame. Huge, and we were not like getting considered and then when we did get ranked high bcs we'd lose a fucking big game and stuff like that and so like i feel like we weren't anywhere like getting anywhere near the like the clout that we kind of like were used to and we weren't getting into the good bowls anymore and stuff like that now that we keep going and getting fucking destroyed it's proving everyone right 
Yeah. And I know there's a lot of Notre Dame haters that are, are just loving this shit. I don't necessarily mind going back to that like world of obscurity where I'm eight and four, but we love being Notre Dame fans. I don't mind. I uh, don't. But here's I would prefer to keep getting to these games and maybe win one every now. You want to go to a national title in the next five years and actually compete? Hire Luke Fickle. I'd, Hire Luke Fickle well, and fire Kelly. Is Luke Fickle Catholic? It, don't, it doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I know they'll, they'll hire. Is he? I'm almost positive he's at least Christian. Oh, he's at least Christian. Boy. Notre Dame is one of the ones he wants. It's like Ohio oh, State boy. Notre Dame. He's it dude. Sucks because he's that we're loyal good of a coach to head coaches like. And Kelly's, Kelly's not Kelly's, it. He's not it. I understand he's not it, but how do you argue with ten and zero? Like it's it's a hard. It's thing the to fire same as the NFL. When he's been there for a decade. It's the eh, same it's as the not. NFL. It's you know it's, it's not. It's not. But I will say you're right because recruiting classes are so much different. than Notre than Dame draft has classes. less than ten head coaches ever. Like they they every head coach has like their own gate at the stadium. Like we don't hire many coaches. Charlie Weiss thought he'd be my coach forever after four yeah, years. Oh, Charlie Weiss doesn't have now. A I got a blood vendetta. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Um, Charlie Weiss is the reason we were we just sucked for like a yeah, decade. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kelly's God not. Damn it. Kelly's, there it is. Kelly is not a good enough coach to win against these teams. And Kelly made Cincinnati a contender before it was cool. Correct. Like, but have you seen? Like, first off, Cincinnati should have won that game. That was bullshit. They, bad clock management on that third down. Um, that Cincinnati defense. With Fickle, yeah, but it is against Georgia. You know what I mean? Like it was against a big team. You know, with Cincinnati, like leftover Ohio talent. Um, and their coordinator Marcus Freeman, former Ohio State linebacker under Fickle, right next to Laurinaitis, um, on the linebacker, like the three, the three starting linebackers is him, Laurinaitis, and another guy. Um, I think it was like Sweat one of the years. Anyway, um, Eric Sweat. Um, <laughs> I think I think if uh. I think if Fickle, fuck, I think if Fickle was doing oh, it, coffee, my girlfriend just said she's ready to get picked up. Is there any way I can grab her super quick and we can do the football NFL version? Like when you come back, yeah, yeah. Is there is that is that possible? Yeah, it's like let me get on the mic. Ugh. Um, yeah, that's Are totally you gonna fine. be available in the next like twenty minutes? Because it'll be like yes. twenty minutes. And I'll be right back. That's college football corner, and then we will do NFL Mayo. I'm